fun and informative podcast hosted by yours truly, Pink Fox. I'm an amateur porn star that just wants to hang out with my audience. I'll be on here sharing my experiences of sex life and everything in between. So grab your favorite drink, sit your ass down, and enjoy. Welcome to the Foxhole Podcast. I'm your host, Pink Fox, and I have HP here, my co-host. What's up? And we have a very special guest, the talented, the beautiful, award-winning performer, Alex Cole. <laughs> Hi. Hey, I'm so excited to have you on the Foxhole. So I know you weren't feeling well these past few days. How are you feeling right now? Definitely a lot better. Um, I still have some gunk in my lungs, but uh, very happy to be here. Uh, thank you for giving me a couple of days to, to feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to be back to work, I think. Um, tomorrow I'm going to do a cam show, and then uh, on Monday I have my first scene back after being sick, so that should give me plenty of time. Awesome. Where are you going to be? Um, so I'm going to be on Chatterbait tomorrow uh, with my partner, Danny Steele. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, I think my scene is in Vegas, so that'll be nice. Yes, that's, you, you're in Vegas, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So that's perfect. I've never been to Vegas before. I would love to visit Vegas one day. See, you have to, because there's so much stuff. Basically, anything you enjoy doing, you can do uh, in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to book a trip. We're yeah, definitely. To... I mean, they got the Breeze Airways has like these super discount flights and stuff like one-way flights for like 50 bucks oh yeah honestly i feel like the vegas airport is one of the cheapest airports i've ever used yeah well i didn't know until i started traveling for work and stuff but like yeah the vegas airport is top notch well the the only time i was in vegas airport i i was terrified of flying so i had like four shots of vodka on the airplane and another drink so the time we landed i was blown drunk i got so drunk i got so mixed up i had to go back to security again when i got there oh no and, and then i played the slot machines and i won 500 dollars so, I mean, <laughs> that's nice yeah. they do have the slot machines so when you go to Vegas, they have the slot machines right there when you walk off the plane they're right there yeah you cannot yes. escape them it's oh, like that's... welcome to vegas here can we have your money now or are you that's... gonna wait until you get to your hotel <laughs> <laughs> They're also at the grocery store and the gas station. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're like everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, so I have to say this. So one of the things I like about you is that you're very personal. In your, I see this across your social media. You're, you're very relatable. Thank um, you. It's very authentic. Thank like, you. I, I, I love to to see that and, and then in this industry it's 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 just hard it's, it takes a lot to be vulnerable and i think you know for you to do that is very brave of you to express the way you express and um how you just share your personality like i i just love to see that thank you honestly it it didn't feel like i could for a really long time and um I always tried to be, I've always had a, a thing with my cam room where it's like, I'm, I'm just going to tell y'all everything as I feel about it at the time, because that's how we're going to build a good relationship. Like if I just, if I put on a facade or an act, 
that's why I've always kind of ran my career that way. But even with that being how I run things, I always felt like I could speak more freely on cam than I could on like social media because producers and stuff and other performers generally don't see my cam shows. So I can kind of say whatever I want there. So I've always kind of been speaking like this, but now I've gotten to a point in my career, I'm eight and a half years into sex work and then I'm four years four and a half years into porn. So I feel like now I'm at a safe spot where my career will not my 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 life will not sink if I am suddenly unpopular with companies or with other performers. Like there's there's a place that you get to, I think, with especially with like cam and stuff and producing your own content where you don't really have to care what anybody else thinks other than your customers. And when you get there, you're safe and you can say whatever the fuck you want. And uh, I feel like I'm there. So that's why I'm taking advantage. And I'm, I'm just, and I still kind of keep it. I keep a lot to myself too. Like I try to make sure that when I am talking about things, it's worth talking about if it's anything that might upset somebody. Um, and then I, I do share a lot of like my mental health stuff. Um, that's been more scary because I never did that before. Um, but I've always struggled with like anxiety and depression and like ADD. And uh, so more lately, I've felt like I'm in such a secure place that now I've been talking about that stuff publicly, which has been way more scary than anything else. <laughs> I, I think you do a great job with it. Personally. I try. I feel like we have a responsibility as people that people look at because like you have a lot of followers, you have a lot of followers, I have a lot of followers. Like that's a lot of people. People forget like they're like, oh, I only have X number of followers. It's like think about that number of people in a room. <laughs> Could you fit them in a room? Like yeah. So people people will get down on themselves about followers all the time, and I'm like, just just imagine them in a stadium, and you won't feel bad anymore. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, no, it's, thank you. <laughs> that was a lot of rambling to say thank you. You're welcome. I think it's great because, I mean, some of the stuff I've seen you share is, I, I think it's great because when it comes to sex work, people just look at women or guys, depends on the, probably more towards women, look at, and they're just sex toys. As objects. And I, I and I think it humanizes. Mm-hmm adult performers, yeah. sex workers, whatever you want to call yourself. Totally. There's always this line that I feel like I need to walk where it's like, um, I want to be honest and real, but I also want to be a safe place for like fans and stuff to land where they can have a bad day at work and then they don't get home and see that I'm also having a bad day necessarily. Like I would like for most of the time them to have like a bad day at work and then get home and be like, oh, well, Alex's ha like page made me happy instead of like, oh fuck, Alex is dealing with shit too. Like, <laughs> you know? So a lot of that I try to I try to like decide what I share, but it's 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 a tightrope. So it's like yeah, it's a it's 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 hard to figure out. Uh sometimes I don't get it right. Um and I but I do feel like we all have a responsibility to the people that follow us to to do the best that we can when we talk about things like that like I try not to say anything just off the cuff I usually like type it out a couple times and I read it and then I'll leave it for an hour and then <laughs> go back to it and be like read it out loud to make sure it makes sense <laughs> yeah you too yeah, yeah. I, yeah I I was so mad about something um <laughs> and I was just ready to go off on social media oh yeah 
I was just like, you know, let me just, let me just take a moment and let me see if I'm still mad about this, like a few hours from now. Yeah. And if I am, then it, maybe it needs to, something, maybe I need to say Yeah. yeah but, as okay. mad, it's still, a, it's still an issue, but I think I'm going to address it differently than yeah. I would than I was going to before. It's never bad to wait. It's it's never really bad. I can't think of any situation where it's bad to to wait and and really process how you feel about something, especially when it is something that makes you so mad because the only way I've learned that is through fucking up and getting <laughs> mad at people and then them being like but this and then I go, "Oh no, you're right. I'm so sorry. I was mean to you there for a second. I just had a different perspective, but now that I hear your perspective or that I've looked at this for longer than five seconds, I see that I am not in the right here. <laughs> like, so, and I don't like that feeling. So now I like to, and I don't like people, I, I know what it feels like when people jump on me and I have to go, read it again. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I have to do that all the time. That's probably one of my quickest responses is just like, try reading that again. And then they usually go, oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I'm glad we, we both do that. I think that's the responsible thing to do because like whether we like it or not, people are listening to us and taking what we say and acting on it. Very true, very yeah. true. Whether it's doing what we think or reacting to us and going, well, like, well, fuck you then, you know, if we say it the wrong way. So it's, you can really influence people either way. That's so true. And you've been doing this for, for a, so long, like a lot, a lot longer than I have. You have such a like a loyal fan base. Like, how do you? What's your favorite way to connect with your fans? Cam, and I, I know that not all performers enjoy Cam, but like me personally, Chatterbait specifically is the website where I feel like I've built my whole community off of. Because when I first started, I started February first, twenty fifteen, and I did. Three, yeah, I did three girl girl cam shows uh, with a girlfriend of mine who was doing it as like a fun, sexy hobby with her husband. But I was doing it because I had three jobs and I needed money. And I, I yeah, and I, I, I actually talked about this on Twitter today. I was working two retail jobs and a, a sushi job, like a sushi restaurant, front of house type thing. And uh, yeah, my my partner at the time was like, "You don't have any time to spend with me," and I'm like, "I don't have any time to sleep." And, uh, and he was like, why don't you just cam? If my ex could do it, you can do it. And I was like, whoa, first of all, what is that? <laughs> and I researched it for two months and I got on Chatterbait and I watched girls that were camming and I was like, oh my God, that would be so fun. And so I, I started doing that. And for the first six months, I cammed every day for eight hours minimum every day for six months. Um, so I quit the first retail job very quickly <laughs> um, to make space for that but that's really where I got my nice fans because I tell them all the time I'm very proud of them because they take constructive criticism very well and they think through things and when they do things bad they apologize and I feel like they're also very supportive and nice to people and I feel like I've collected them because of Cam because I I get on there and I talk to them exactly like this and if they say anything I don't like I don't get mad at them. I just, <laughs> I firmly correct them or I tell them like, hey, that wasn't cool. And if they don't like it, they leave. And if they do like it, they stay. So I've just, I've literally just, I've collected them. They've, they've come and if they enjoy the way that I run things and my personality, they stay. And if they don't, they leave. 
And it, it's the best way. It's really the best way because I feel like when you're just, especially when you're just filming porn or when you're camming, but you're, you're having a persona, um, they don't know what you actually want from them. And so it's confusing. So when guys only know me from porn and they come on my Twitter and they're saying like inappropriate things or whatever, I'm like, Hey, that's not, <laughs> this isn't the place for that. Yeah. They don't, I have to be nice to them when I say that because they don't have any reason to think that I wouldn't want them to say that to me. And, and I have to acknowledge that. Like, so I can't just be like, ew, you're gross. Like I have to be like, Hey bro, this is my person place. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> here we act like people over there is the fantasy place. And if they're like, Oh, well fuck you bitch. Then I'm like, okay, block. block. And, if, and if they're block. like, if they're like, Oh shit, sorry. Then they're friends now. I'm, I'm like, nothing to be sorry about. Thank you for joining me. And then that that just works so much better. And I don't know why more people don't treat them that way. Because <laughs> yeah. it makes sense. If, if that's all you've ever seen of me, that's how you're going to treat me until I tell you otherwise. <laughs> yeah. So, you have to tell people how. Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. So how's your, like, cam... How's your camp schedule now? Yeah, are you still camping eight hours? <laughs> Not <laughs> usually. <laughs> I So for the first six months, I did the eight hours a day, and I highly recommend that. I think that that's the best way to find your time slot and to find your people and to see if you really want to do this. Um, like, that's the best way is to treat it like a job and get on there eight hours and deal with it and whatever. But nowadays, um, I've gotten comfortable. So I will give a show four hours minimum. If I'm logging on to cam, I want to be on for four hours. Any less time, I don't think I've given the show enough time to, to develop and for people to show up and for like different time zones to line up. Um, but if, if after four hours, a show isn't like going super well, I might be like, hey guys, I'm going to get out of here for today. But if it's going really well after four hours, then I'm just going to stay on for as long as it's going well. So they really know that that it's up to them how long the show goes, you know, as the more interaction. And it doesn't even have to be money. It's just like the interaction and the talking. I'll stay on all night long if we're having good conversations and then it'll be really late and I'll be like, oh, hey, so <laughs> I have to get out of here. <laughs> That's awesome. I haven't camped in a bit. A couple months since you hurt your back. Yeah. 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 No, I'm sorry about your back. Yeah, it's a lot better. It, back injuries are hard for sex workers. My own. It was terrible. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I, I have. A, I have a question. Did, okay. did you have? Did you have a question? No. Go ahead. You. You're the host. <laughs> what are your kinks and fetishes? Okay. So. Perfect. Personally, not what you like to shoot. Yeah, not what, what, not what people ask you to do customs for. No, I do customs for everything. Don't worry, guys. Like, <laughs> if it's not personally my thing, don't worry. I still find it hot. Like, we can do that. But for me personally, in my personal life, um, I'm pretty... I started out incredibly submissive. So I was very into, like, I'll do anything, just love me, like, kind of, <laughs> kind of stuff. And it's like, punch me in the face, like whatever you want, like <laughs> um, service, all that stuff. Like I had a partner that we would do anal three times a day for a year, uh, every Whoa. day. So yeah, and it was just like, that's what they wanted. So here I am. 
And uh, yeah, so that used to be more how I was, but then camming and stuff opened my eyes to a lot of different things. And I, I got a lot of like self confidence and like I tried new things and now I'm all over the place. <laughs> so now, now there's a rainbow of things. So I like, like, um, it's, it's, it's weird too, because I get different gratification from different things. So like, I, I wouldn't want to ball bust my boyfriend but I really love ball busting. Like it makes me very happy and my pussy does get wet, but like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to do it to my partner. Like it, it's, there's weird, there's he weird things. enjoy that so much, right? Yeah, but like, yeah. So, but in my, in my partner, in my personal life with my partner, I really like, like sensual, passionate sex. And like, um, like I like like wrestling and stuff. So I like, um, I like wrestling and fighting and like you have to actually pin me down because I will get away like kind of a thing like I'm not like oh no like it's it's more like (laughs) I'm gonna make you work for it like we're both gonna be really tired and sweaty and then eventually give up and have sex (laughs) like that's really fun for me I don't do it that often but (laughs) but I love it um and I like I don't know I like uh for the longest time I really like dirty panties um, cause my first, one of my first relationships was a, a long distance relationship and I would mail him my panties and he would mail me his shirts. Um, mm. so I would smell his shirts and he would like smell my panties and stuff. So, and <laughs> so, uh, like that's still a big thing for me. So it's really fun when like people order my panties, they don't realize like how into it I am a lot of the time. Uh, <laughs> feet, feet are the longest thing because I've always like been really into feet guys feet and girls feet which I've decided is not normal because most people look at me funny when I say that because most people person I've heard to say you like a guy's feet I like both as long as they're clean I'm not a dirty foot person because I get sick so easy and that's literally how I got sick on this trip is I put people's feet in my mouth that I shouldn't have because I didn't clean them at all I just I went like this, and then I looked, and I was like, oh, you didn't wash those at all. Like, that's, like, been walking on the floor this whole day kind of feet. Fuck. Like, and I was like, ooh, well, it's too late now. (laughs) So I try to be better about it because I try to remember that I do that randomly, and so before the scene starts, I'll be like, hey, can I, like, clean your feet off for you? Like, so, so, but, yeah, no, it's. It's guy feet and girl feet. Like, I'm just I'm just a sucker for feet. <laughs> I don't know what it is. They're just pretty. And I like touching them. And then I like the reactions a lot. Um, I think uh, I think a big thing for me is like how how I'm making the other person feel in a lot of my stuff. So so any anything like that I'm very, very into. You're into feet. I am into feet. Yeah. Feet. Oh, and, I, and I'll say this. I said this on the podcast that came out yesterday. And I'll say this. You have the second best feet. No, second to her. I know. Feet in the in the world. <laughs> That's from, correct. Correct. So <laughs> I, I, I still want to be living. So. Oh. Hey, I've seen her feet. <laughs> She's got some gorgeous feet. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, can we see, can we see a foot, Alex? Can, can you oh, yeah. Go ahead. Beautiful. Three feet. You guys, you guys better appreciate 
Mm. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, you got you got really smooth soles. You know, and I didn't like my feet for a long time. So many people say that, and I think that might even be one of the reasons I like feet is because I like the look on people's faces when I'm like, your feet are so pretty, and I'm doing stuff through their feet, and they're just like, like, yeah, I wasn't exactly. expecting that. Like, well, it's, it's kind of the same look I get when I move girls around because I've gotten in a habit of just putting girls in different positions because I realize like they like that. So like when I'll pick a girl up and put her in a different position, sometimes she'll give me this look like, like, oh, like I wasn't, that's nice. Like it's the same look I get from dudes sometimes when I start giving them a hand job and they're like, oh, like this is like, this is gonna be like nice. This isn't gonna be like this. It's mm-hmm. gonna be like, you're gonna do some shit. <laughs> Well, it's funny because we I had never met a woman who liked men's feet. So that's totally new for me. We had a shoe scene. We shot two scenes yeah. with her sucking my toes. That was crazy for me. And I was like, that did was you, totally. You enjoyed it, right? I did enjoy it. It was different. It definitely was different. Yeah, it's nice. I think it's nice pampering guys, too, because guys aren't used to it. I think male body worship is also, like, a big thing of mine. Uh, so, yeah. That's that's fantastic. You talked about putting girls in different positions. What's your sex position? Okay, so for boy-girl, it's like this. Yes. (laughs) That's my favorite, but not with my legs up, like with with him like pinning them down. Like that's my favorite, really. So they're pretty much like touching the the bed or whatever yeah I need to be able to like push my knees against something because when I first started I swear to god I fucked myself up forever because when I first started masturbating I was 17 and I was in the bathtub pushing my knees as hard as possible against like the bathtub walls Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I like connected something in my brain so now if I can't like tense my legs I can't come really? so I really can't I can't come I'm, unless I'm, I'm the same way I'm the same yeah. it's crazy if I don't do that like it's it, it won't happen it's like I it lose won't. the feeling yeah like certain parts of my body gets tense like what I'll be curling like one foot and my other foot's like relaxed I don't know yeah. how that, that happens See, I I squeeze so hard I give myself charlie horses so often like or foot cramps but it'll be like my feet will be like so it's just so tense. Every all my legs, everything has to be just tensed up in order for me to come. I'm the same way. And then and, I get my legs are all shaking. Yes. She, the other day she was we were we had she was seen and it which it happened to involve me. I wasn't thrilled at the moment, but I had to do it. So did it. And she was like, why are your legs shaking? I'm like, because I strained my legs. And I am hurting my hamstring in the process. It was crazy. Yeah, it's... Yeah, the end of the bed. It's easier when your legs aren't just in the open, when you can, like, push your legs against something. It takes a lot of the tension off your, like, muscles. And so I feel like a lot of the time, if I need to come and I can't come, or I feel like my muscles are, like, maybe I'm going to get a, a cramp, I'll just go jump in the bathtub and I'll, like, push my legs against that. Or I will, what do I do? It's like this. I'll, I'll push my legs down with my elbows. Nice. And then use that as like the tension spot. 
and like so I'm pushing down with my elbows and pushing up with my legs and it just that's how I have to do it I don't know for those who are watching this is like a master class and (laughs) all right so you try it at home report back you said that's with a with a guy so what a girl with a girl my favorite position is pussy eating I just any position where I'm eating her pussy would be great (laughs) any of those (laughs) upside down sideways literally anywhere as long as my mouth is on your lower lips like that's that's my favorite (laughs) place to be I don't even like I don't even like I like when girls eat my pussy but a lot of the time I'm like ah don't worry about me like I just want to do everything for you like I I will feel more fulfilled at the end of the day if you come like than if anything else happens like (laughs) so it's like I'm very much like acts of service but also like taking care of the person like it's not like I'm like your love would you say one of your love languages yeah, like with with women, it's very much like I'm gonna take care of you. Like I I'm not I I can't I don't really feel submissive to any women. So I so I, I automatically go into the caregiver mode and like the let me take you out to dinner. Like <laughs> like <laughs> so it's just it's just how my brain just flips <laughs> and there we are. I think I'm more like a switch. Yeah, like, I I don't know, I don't play a lot of. Oh, sometimes I, I do, I do the dominant, you know, role play, but yeah, yeah most of the time. Women, you haven't had, I haven't a, had a lot of, haven't had a lot of experience with women for her. The only reason that I can say that so like, this is how I am is because I've literally had sex with a lot of ladies. Like, it's just so many, mm-hmm. it's, it's when you do porn, you figure it's like when you do camming and porn, but especially porn, it's like you like turbo speed your your evolution through sexuality I feel like it definitely with camming but definitely with porn too like I feel like I processed like 30 years of what I would have taken to get to where I am right now in eight and a half years of of sex work so and you're nodding so I know this makes sense which is very validating that is that's so true though like yeah um yeah, because when I got into the adult entertainment industry, there was a lot, you know, I, I could look back at my life and see clues, hints and stuff. I just kind of pushed aside. But then as I got more and started doing more, got into the entertainment industry, all of it just kind of came out. More stuff just started coming out. And I felt more, I felt very comfortable. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of crazy how. And we have had more deep conversations about like, like, I remember I could find, yeah, I remember like talking to her and I was like, you're bisexual. Yeah. She looked at me like, no. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I could see the tea leaves. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. So then, like, even like a year ago, we had a conversation about swinging and we actually did yeah. this. So, yeah. so it's like the whole thing just kind of processes a lot quicker. Yeah. Honestly, it really does. And it makes sense that it processes a lot quicker because, like, I've gone through, okay, I've, never had a fully monogamous relationship in my life but i've gone through like the whole process a lot faster so i i i've i've cycled through all these different phases of my life i feel like way faster than i would have if i wasn't doing sex work and the reason it makes sense to me is because obviously we're going to process this a lot faster because we're dealing with sex 
all fucking day every day because when you're doing this you're your own boss and none of us are good bosses so we have us work all day every day and so it's just like your brain is constantly thinking about sexual things and constantly you're performing sex acts and you're performing fetishes and you're learning about it and so of course of course you're gonna process through that way fucking faster than you would if you were working at like the library and you just got to think about sex stuff when you were at home for like two hours a night with your partner, like that's going to take a lot longer. So like I've gone through, uh, being, feeling like I should be monogamous, then going through like the first like, uh, open relationship experiences, then a polyamorous relationship, then <laughs> like a relationship where like I had a boyfriend in Vegas and then people I would see in other places. And then now I'm at a place where I'm like, I kind of just want one partner <laughs> like, and I'm just like that was all real fun and crazy and stressful um but I would really like just one partner that I just focus on completely and who just focuses completely on me at this point and that's and I thankfully found that but like I feel like I don't know where I'm gonna be in the future <laughs> like I but it's it's like you cycle through it so much faster like I've, I've tried all these things now, you know, like I've, I know what it's like to, to, to do them. So I know if I like it or not already. Right. Yeah. And so when, yeah. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, right. yeah. I think it's actually, we, it was May 2nd. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, <laughs> it's, it's going. Yeah. I've never had a short relationship. Uh, <laughs> ever either though because uh, my first one was five years my second one one was one year and a month because he cheated on me and that's a no-go um yeah i know how how do you cheat when you're in an open relationship allow me to tell you uh it's by having sex with like literally the one person i asked you not to have sex with uh so it's an ex who was mean to me of all people in a house on the bottom floor in my best friend's bedroom while I was upstairs. And the plot thickens. And I let him live with me for a few years after that. And when he moved out, he stole $8,000. Oh my gosh. It's, dude, I could talk for hours. I've talked to a publicist in town who would like me to write a book. Um, I, I have had many... I have lived an interesting life that I thought was not interesting until I started telling people about it and they were like, what? <laughs> that? Who did what? <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. But yeah, five years, one year, two years, three years, and then now this one is like 16 months or so. So if I'm mathing right. But, uh, but yeah. I suck uh, Don't ask me. What? I suck at math. Don't ask me. <laughs> I am only good at token math. Like, I'm only good at, at, like, chatterbait math. It's like, oh, 100 tokens, that's $5. <laughs> because that's every token is a nickel. So I can do nickel math really fast. <laughs> yeah. Anything multiplied by 0 .05, I got you. Anything else, I do not got you. <laughs> enjoyed this episode before you go please let me know what topics you want to hear me talk about kisses